Welcome to the 2B1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover His plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Epic Journey Podcast, Believe and Receive. Hey, we've been exploring God's Word in regards to our mind and our and heart over the last few podcasts, and we're going to connect the dots, so to speak. I hope we connect them anyway, <laughs> and transition into what God has to say about belief and how important our belief it, beliefs are in living out a life of faith. We believe God is calling each of us as believers to live different, to love different, and to finish strong. So let's pray. Lord, we just thank you again for the opportunity to join you in what you're doing. We just release the power of the Holy Spirit in this podcast today and look forward to what you download into our hearts. Lord, just draw all of us to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, so recently we were reading in the book of John about the events leading up to the crucifixion, death, and resurrection of Christ, and we started noticing just how much God was impressing on the disciples the importance of their beliefs. He knows that they will need to depend heavily on their beliefs and faith once he is no longer physically walking with them. So let's go to scripture and see what God has for us and what he may have specifically for you. Yeah, so this is really cool. So in John chapter 13, Jesus, he's already been to the Last Supper with the disciples, and he's been doing his best to get them prepared for what's ahead. So he tells them in 13, 34, and 35, I give you a new command. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And so everyone knew they were disciples because they were with Jesus, right? They saw him with them. And so he was, they were following him around and they were even performing miracles. But pretty soon, Jesus knows that he isn't going to be with them right. anymore. Yes. But it's like he's telling them here, look, I want you to stick together. I want you to stay united and let my love keep you together. He knows the importance of unity as they move forward. That's so key. Teamwork. That's right? so key. Yeah, yeah. We can really we can really learn a lot just from that. Right. So and in chapter 14, verse 1, he tells them this. Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Right there, believe in God, believe also mm. in me. So your belief will help your troubled heart. How about that? Yeah. Your belief will help you thrive during the tough times. Oh, man. that And, and he knows what's coming for these disciples as well for as for us, you and right? me, right? Yes. And for everyone. But then Jesus reminds them in verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then Philip says, well, Lord, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. Okay, 
Let's cue the eye roll here, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus must be getting a little bit frustrated at this point, don't you think? I would think yeah, so, yeah. And he's like, and he responds to Philip and he says, how can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who lives in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe because of the works themselves, right? Again, right. so Jesus here, he knows how valuable their belief is going to be. They're going to need their belief to be strong in order to accomplish their mission. He's like, either believe me or believe in the works that you've seen. I don't care what it is, but you got to believe. That's right. right. So in verses 12 through 14, he continues, truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And he will do even greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Oof. That's pretty cool. Right. So again, Jesus is preparing them for what's ahead and reminding us of the power that is in our belief. The one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And that's what he's preparing them for, right? right? To continue the work that he's already started. And, and not only that, but you get a bonus. It's like you get a bonus because he is going to the Father on your behalf. Yes, that's so cool. And what we learn from Christ and the disciples is that your belief will keep your hearts from being troubled. Your belief will help you understand the unity of the Father and the Son. Your belief will be strengthened by what you've experienced through what he has already done in your life and in the lives yeah, of others. Yeah, and he also talks about your belief is going to allow you to do the works of Christ and even greater. So cool. Right? Because he's in you. So it's you and him, right? Right. <laughs> Your, your belief gives you access to the Father and the supernatural favor of God to accomplish great things. Your belief will glorify God. And th that's just a few things that Scripture tells us about belief and right? how powerful those few things are. But not only that, but through our belief, he continues to provide for us. And in verses 15 through 17, he promises this. He promises this to them and to us. He promises another counselor. Remember, we talked about the false limiting beliefs are just lies and the father of lies that are at work trying to prevent you from moving forward. We talked about this in the last few podcasts, just, yes. just, just the limiting beliefs and what they can keep us from. But God has a plan for those limiting false beliefs and the lies, and he reminds us that our belief will lead to obeying his commands. And he says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. And so amazing blessings and access to the supernatural come as a result of our beliefs. So and cool. this reminds us how powerful our beliefs are. So powerful. Over 2,000 years ago, Christ died on the cross, and our salvation was assured at that time. Done deal. Oh, my gosh. Think about that. 2,000 years. That is a long time ago. Except for when you compare it to eternity. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
So our salvation became available to us through his sacrifice and love for us. But it's not until, key word here, until we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that Jesus is Lord, that salvation is received. Yeah, until. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we must believe in order to receive. Yeah, in Romans 10, 9, it says this, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then in John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Listen to that. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. You're receiving the way to eternal life through Jesus, the spirit of truth through the Holy Spirit, and life from the Father, your creator. How cool is that? Right, it's yeah. awesome. So the Trinity is evident right there. The way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, the way, the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth, and the Father, the creator of all life. Yes, there is so much power in your confession and belief, and there's so much to receive through it. And I just feel like God is, like right now, he's just jumping up and down and rejoicing and yelling, yes, 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 you're getting it, you're getting it, right? (laughs) Right. He wants you to bust the doors down and experience a breakthrough for whatever it is you need, a breakthrough spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Keep that in your mind. There is power in confessing with your mouth and believing with your heart. God so much wants us to get this right. Right, and so we talked about that last time. We have that power, but it can go both ways, right? Right. So we're going to go this way today. So listen to what else God showed us to confirm this. In Mark chapter um, 11, verses 20 through 24, Jesus and his disciples were passing by the fig tree again. And they passed by the, as they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, listen closely here now, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So listen to that. That whosoever shall say unto this mountain and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, there it is again. Wow. Say. Say. Say and believe. Right. Right? So through our confession with our mouth, and belief in our heart, not only are we granted the salvation that became available to us 2,000 years ago, but Jesus says, says we can move mountains through our confession and belief. We shall have whatever he says. So how important are your beliefs? How valuable are your beliefs? So you've got to answer this question for yourself. Just as you choose to accept Christ through your belief, you're going to choose to believe him for other things in your life. And those things will be powerful. That's right. right? God was impressing upon us these questions. What other things besides salvation has God already taken care of and won victory mm. over? Yeah. What is waiting for you to confess and believe so that you can have and experience what he has for you? What have you not experienced because of false beliefs? 
What are you going to experience through confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart? Mm, that's so good. Those questions. These are these are things God wants us to think about and ask him for. There's an expression I used to say as, as a physical therapist with my patients all the time. And it was this, uh, what you confess, you possess. And so overcoming obstacles and challenges after physical injuries, it really requires your mind to be in agreement with your goals. And this was really, I found to be a really important part of the rehab process for them. So a and mindset. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and I wanted to help my patients, not just physically, but I wanted them to develop a determination through their mindset that would really carry them through when things got harder. Didn't you find though that when they were able to get a new perspective, a new mindset, their whole motivation, their whole um, interest. Oh, in absolutely. And there was more energy. There was more, it was like there was, there was hope and they gave themselves permission to improve and expect to improve, right? right? Yeah. And so, you know, when they were still dealing with pain and and challenges that were still difficult for them that they needed to overcome and, and that weren't coming easily, they needed this mindset to mm -hmm. be in play. And so I experienced this as well after I fractured my femur. You know, I was always on the other side of rehab, right? Always the one advising and encouraging. And now, <laughs> right. now it was me. I was in the position of experiencing the challenges, the pain, um, the struggles, even thoughts that I had to fight off that would limit my progress, you know, because I, I knew that my mindset would help me persist and fully heal and, and get back to what I enjoyed and loved. But, and sometimes, when you lose something, you can become even more determined to win it back and recover and restore to even better than before. And so my mindset was really helpful in doing that. And this can happen in marriage as well as other areas of right, your life. Exactly. You know, Jesus is speaking about this and revealing how your mind will formulate the beliefs that come from your heart. And he tells you to express these beliefs through your words. Through your words. Yeah, and this gives power and energy and it's going to speak life into your situation. You know, your words really can change your physiology and and how you feel about something. And so I know that this helped me through a really long recovery process. You know, I thought cuz I'm a therapist, you know, my recovery is going to be a lot quicker because I know exactly what to do and all this stuff. But guess what? It didn't. It didn't happen quicker than everybody else. And it required a mindset to endure and persist and continue the hard work. And it really, it eventually led to me running again, rowing again, hiking, enjoying all these things actually on a new level and pain-free. It helped you go through that mindset process yes. that your patients had to working on the yeah, other Yeah, and side. I will say that I really kind of hit a plateau in my recovery, and this is not unusual for a lot of people when there is a, a longer recovery process or a more severe injury, that you'll hit a plateau and that's where that mindset really helps you push through to that next level. Otherwise, you're thinking, well, I guess this is it. This is all I'm going to get back. Don't speak that. I'm telling oh, yeah. you right now from a physical therapist perspective, when you hit a plateau, you're getting ready to have another breakthrough, but it's going to be your mindset, your belief, your faith that's going to take you to that next level. So, yeah. you know, there's going to be many things that will come through confession and belief 
And they're going to be paired with hard work, endurance, persistent faith. But God wants you to keep trusting him in the process. You know, just because you confess and believe doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen right away. It's most likely it might not, but it's going to require your endurance to continue believing and trusting and confessing. So that in that process, he's building endurance in us. Right, yes. You have a race to run here in this life on earth. In Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. God is developing our faith as we go through life. Absolutely. It's that growth curve, that growth mindset that he's got us on. He wants us to be transforming. So as we think back on his time with the disciples that was beginning to draw to a close, Jesus is encouraging his disciples in the importance of their belief without doubt and in the importance of their words. Mm. But he also makes provisions for them for when he's no longer present with them physically like they've been used to, right? right? So that's what's taking place here. He tells them, he tells the disciples in John 14, 25 through 26, I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send him in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth will help you continue to walk in faith confess and believe in God's truth. His words are to become your words. Oh, that's so powerful. Right? What he downloads into your heart, he wants you to receive into your mind and then speak out and believe those same words. Yeah. Through the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth and God's word in truth, he will renew your mind and enter into a growth mindset so that you will be transformed. It's such a key, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We see over and over again, he wants us to continue to grow to, in to our grow faith. And be transformed. And, and your belief is going to give you this. Your belief gives you access to eternity, access to the supernatural power of God. So your belief is really a superpower. A superpower. Yeah, a superpower. That's right? so cool. Yeah. And your belief will also give you Jesus' gift of peace he is also leaving behind his peace. And John 14, 27 through 29, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Your heart must not be troubled or fearful. Remember, he tells you that your belief will help your troubled hearts. And so in 28, he goes on, You have heard me tell you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you will have rejoiced that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. In 29, it continues, I have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you may believe. So Jesus knows the nature of humans and the challenges we have sometimes entering Absolutely, into belief. Right, right? right? Sometimes we just we're stubborn about things. But he tells them ahead of time to make it easier for them to believe because he knows how connected their ability to fulfill their mission and live out their life is to their ability to believe. So he really wants them to get this. That's right. There is so, so much here that is tied to your beliefs 
What do you believe in? Yeah, spend some time in quiet with God and ask him to reveal to you any false beliefs about yourself, about your spouse, about your children. Ask him to forgive you. As a believer, this is a spiritual practice. This is a part of living out your faith and belief. Yeah, he died for you so that you would have eternal life. But he also died so that you could live the abundant life he has for you while you're here on this earth preparing for eternity. So begin to embrace God's truth and allow his words to become your mm, words. That's so good. Say them out loud. Believe them without doubt. Allow the growth mindset that will create momentum and propel you into the next steps of faith he has for you. Yeah, those next steps, right? Mm -hmm. They're just next steps. So great things are getting ready to happen as you leave the old beliefs and you start reframing your mindset in a new way by spending time in quiet, learning to hear his voice. And he reminds us in verse 30, I will not talk with you much longer because the rule of the world is coming. He has no power over me. On the contrary, I am going away so that the world may know that I love the Father. Just as the Father commanded me, so I do. Get up, let's leave this place. I love that part. Right. It's like he's saying, God wants you to get moving. Right. Come on, just don't stay where you are. Get moving. Step into that belief. Confess it with your mouth. Let's go. Let's right? go. Yes, absolutely. So again, your belief is so powerful. Everlasting life, access to the power of the Holy Spirit, the ability to move mountains, oh, gosh. the gift of peace. Jesus in verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit and that you, your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. Your life is going to be fruitful and you were designed to do great things and God will honor that through your faith and belief. Yeah, it's like he invites us, right, to join him mm -hmm. and we do so through that faith and belief. So we encourage you, Examine your beliefs, confess them with your mouth, believe them in your heart without doubt, and learn to believe and receive God's word for your life so that you will experience eternal life, the power of the Holy Spirit, move mountains in your way and experience his peace and so much more. You know, I'm sitting here, we're, we're in this room podcasting and up, up above, there's this sign that I made. Um, it's like a wooden sign and I stained it and then but it has the, 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 these three words on there, move the mountain. Mm -hmm. And a few years ago, I was doing a study with some girlfriends, and we all decided that we really needed a battle cry. Mm -hmm. And so we each just prayed about it, and we picked some words, some encouraging words that we believed would be our battle cry for that year. And so that year in particular, I was asking God big for something, and I knew it was a mountain that I would need to move. And so I made this sign and it says, move the mountain. So I just looked up and glanced at it and just God is reminding me of his power in our life. And if you look back, you will probably find God has a great track record 
with you, yeah. where he has come through for you. He has been there for you and he's going to continue to do that. But he's inviting you to join him through your confession, through your belief without doubt. And so uh, we're just so excited for what God has in store for each of you. And we just want to pray over you as we close out. So Father God, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for just just the fact that we can come to you, that we can cry out to you, that we can bring you our concerns, that we can bring you our burdens, that 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 you invite us, Lord, to um, just receive your truth. But Lord, you want it to pass through our heart, into our mind, become beliefs that we express through our words, that we speak out loud, Lord. We just ask that each listener here is just, um, just, embraces what you can do and what only you can do, Father God, but that we begin to step into an even greater belief in what you can do. And Lord, we begin to confess it with our mouth. We speak life into our situation, whatever it is. We speak life into our marriage, life into our relationships, life into our belief and our trust and our faith in you, Lord, for what you can do. And so, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for these words of truth that we've been able to listen to. We thank you for how you impressed upon the disciples the importance of their belief, but also, Lord, that you provided for us through the Holy Spirit, through the peace that you've left behind for us. And through these things, Lord, these will be a comfort to us as we live out our faith here on earth. So we're grateful, Lord. We're thankful. And we just pray favor over each of these couples. We just pray um, an amazing transformation in their lives. And we just are so grateful, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. So awesome. So listen, we'd love to hear from you. And you can do that by emailing us at hello at 2b1life.com. And we'd love to pray for you. So we'll see you again very soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything. Just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2b1life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.